Hey there, welcome, Brian Conway here again, live uh, streaming to you over the internet, sharing tips and strategies and tactics that will help you close more business and find more clients and all that sort of good stuff. Now, as you can see here uh, today, we're gonna to be talking about lead generation in particular and about how to improve the, uh, the quality of your leads. Um, and I believe that most uh, business owners and salespeople really don't truly understand uh, what a, a lead actually is. And I know that sounds kind of a bit of a bold statement, but it's true just from my experience of working with hundreds, if not thousands of different companies and certainly tens, if not hundreds of thousands uh, of salespeople. And I'll explain, 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 I'll explain uh, what I mean. And I'm going to uh, start by explaining how a customer buys. Because if you understand how a customer buys, you'll understand what a lead is and what you need to do to create quality leads. And there's two things I'm gonna talk about um, in particular. So two tips that'll help you improve the quality of your leads. And so the first of those is to understand how people buy because that has a big impact on your understanding of what a lead actually is. All right, so bear with me. So I'll give you a couple of examples here. So let me just um, get the old whiteboard up. There we go, should be able to see that now. Right, so the, um, uh, let me just make sure I can see my whiteboard, here we go. Right, so a, a prospect, right? somebody who could be a prospective customer for your business, goes through a very particular buying uh, process. So they will always start typically, oh, reminder, I have a call with HP at uh, two o'clock. Uh, they start with a problem. And, and once they've got a problem, then they start to look for a, a solution. And then they'll either look for a product or a service that will uh, solve, you know, provide that solution, which will solve the problem. Uh, and then they'll look for a uh, supplier. Oh, I was going to say provider, but let's I'll call it a supplier of that product or service that provides the solution that addresses the problem. So let me give you an example. Um, so you're an architect, as an example, okay? Somebody uh, has a problem whereby they need more space in the house, okay? Two children sharing a bedroom previously, teenagers, inappropriate maybe to continue to sharing, always fighting with each other, right? So it's becoming problematic. So it's about space. So. There's a couple of solutions, right? One could be to uh, work uh, uh, with somebody like yourself as an architect, if you were, to extend their house, right? So extend the house, put another bedroom in, problem solved. An alternative is actually to move, movie, all right? To actually move, to move house, to buy a new house. Now, obviously, if uh, depending on which of those solutions they choose, they're gonna get a different product or service. They're gonna get some kind of a architectural service potentially um, if they were to extend or maybe a builder, work with a builder. There's a few choices they have there or maybe they sort of extend the house themselves if they've got the skills or competence to do that and maybe they've got a nephew who can do uh, work sketch up or something and allows them to, you know, to do the drawings. Uh, if they're going to move, obviously in this instance, they'd be talking to an estate agent. Right? So two different types of service to address two different types of solutions to address one kind of problem. Now, assuming they choose um, to extend their house, as I said, now 
when it comes to a supplier, they could look at architects, they could look at builders, uh, or they could look at maybe doing it themselves. But even if they choose architects, they're still going to potentially speak to a number of architects to try and evaluate which one is best for the job. All right. Now, the problem is when most people get a lead, come into their sales pipeline, they assume they are at this point here and that they're thinking of buying. And when all they want is information, you think it's a crack lead. It's rubbish. Yeah, they, no, they weren't interested. They didn't buy. They weren't interested. And they just wanted some pricing and some information. Yeah, they wanted some pricing and some information because they were at this point here. They were just evaluating the potential options to them to address this problem. And one of the options wasn't even to work with an architect. It was to work with an estate agent. So the point is, you have got to, this is what we call your sales funnel. You have got to nurture people and move them along this sales or this buying process, which becomes your selling process, to not only convince them that extending their house is the right and appropriate option, but working with an architect rather than a jobbing builder is the better quality solution, and that you as a supplier are the best potential supplier of that product or service compared to every and any other uh, supplier on the market. All right. So this is how people buy. So the point is when you get a lead into your funnel, your job is to nurture it and move them through this funnel, building relationship, building rapport, getting them to know you, getting them to like you, getting them to trust you. And what will happen typically is that not only will you uh, obviously nurture them into a quality lead, which is what they are by the time they get to the end here, but also you significantly increase your closing uh, potential or your closing uh, rates. Sorry, a scribble there. Okay, so this is, the, this is the point. Let me give you another example again, just so you really understand this is how, uh, why this is so important. So let me just clear my screen. There we go. Again, another example. Let's get my blue pen. Here we are. Uh, so, um, so my problem. I'm a business and my profits are down. All right, so I'm less profitable than I was last year. My solutions. Or what? Well, there's only two things you can do to increase uh, profit is either to increase your revenues with the same cost uh, base or reduce your costs, right? They're the only two sort of things you can do. But when it comes to um, maybe services or products that will allow you to do those two things, let's say you chose revenue as the solution. You don't want to cut your costs. You've got, got you lean anyway as a business. You want to grow your revenues. You could recruit a new salesperson, okay, um, and they could go out and uh, do some more selling for you, increase your revenues, or you could uh, maybe do some more marketing. So you, you engage an agency to do some kind of marketing for you. And there could be different types of marketing to, to look at as well. So assuming you choose, uh, or say, marketing, okay, uh, then obviously you're going to look for a supplier of marketing services. So then you're going to again look at different agencies, look at the different services they offer and see which one of those might be the best for you and you run through your checklist uh, and you, you pick your winner. All right. Again, most people think when they get a lead that the person is ready to buy when actually they're back here somewhere just feeling the pain of us crushing their profits and just starting to think about what can we do. All right. So back here, it's the why. 
why do we need to do something? Then they're thinking about what, what are they actually going to do? Then um, uh, how should they do it? All right. And then who should they do it with? And it's a process. So when leads come into your sales funnel, when you get an inquiry on your website, when somebody rings you up or someone messages you or texts you or whatever, quite often, majority of them, about 10% usually buyers in any given, at any given time in any marketplace, which means 90% of them are working their way through this sales process or this buying process, if you take it from the customer's perspective. So this is your job is to nurture, as I said, them through this process. And you will find you close significantly more of those customers because they get to know you, like you, and trust you. So you've got to convince them that your product and service is the um, best product and service over every and any other option in the market, not just other similar suppliers to you, but other options as well. So in this instance, this marketing agency has got to prove that um, uh, marketing is better than recruitment and all the costs and overhead that maybe comes with, you know, with employing somebody. The uh, architect has got to um, prove that the alternative use of capital, as we call it, investing in them as an architect is better than investing uh, their monies with an estate agent. So you might talk about, you know, the pain that comes from moving house and the children having to change school and uh, they're going to miss their friends and getting to work may be more difficult and, uh, and then the packing up and the cost of removals and all that sort of stuff is worse than actually just extending your home. Stay where you live, stay in the house that you love, kids have their friends, stay in their schools, work easy, everything you've got now you keep, but it gets better. Do you know what I mean? So you've got to sell the story and that's what lead generation is about. So don't worry about uh, the leads that come in. Understand that they are at a uh, much better, uh, let me just come back to full screen here. So I can get in your faces a little bit and, and really drive this message home. So as I said, you've got to understand that, that or they've got to understand um, why you're the best. You've got to understand that that's your job. That's called selling. So when you use an agency and they send you a lead and you ring them up and they go, no, I wasn't interested, then you're right. It's a, <laughs> you, know, you could easily say, well, rubbish lead, but it's not. It's your job to understand why they're not interested, where they are in their buying cycle, how you can help them and build that relationship and move them through that sales funnel. That's why I call it a funnel. It funnels them down from a general inquiry with someone with a problem into somebody who's a buyer. All right, we call them prospects, and then they become buyers. Now, I said that very quickly before I wrap up, I'll give you a second tip. You do sometimes, you work with agencies, sometimes you will get really bad leads. Um, and that's purely because of the way they come into the funnel in the first place. So I've had situations where you know bought leads maybe from an agency before, and you ring them up, and they don't even know who you are, what you're ringing them about, and why you know you've, how you've even got their name. And you might say, well, you know, you you submit your details about an hour ago, and the leads just kind of come through, and they go, oh, I thought that was to win an iPad or a competition of some sort. And some agencies do run things like that competitions, and and therefore the messaging is all wrong right at the beginning uh, of the of the funnel all right if you remember let me just go back to my whiteboard a second and get it back up on screen here okay just to close remember last week i talked about uh, on previous video if you haven't sort of seen it i talked about your message and that's you know when you get a problem like that it's because the message is poor 
And therefore, when people are coming into your funnel, not even understanding what it is you offer, what you do. So you've got to be very clear on your message. And I talked about that in previous videos. So if you want to find that wherever you're watching this, and there's also a free guide that will help you really uh, nail that message. And that will bring, bring one better quality leads into your pipeline, first of all. And then obviously, too, you've got the opportunity to nurture them. Uh, and turn them into prospective buyers of your product or service. So there we go, back on screen. I trust that's really made you think about how you deal with your leads, where a lead might be in their buying cycle, and what you could do to nurture them. Now, the beauty is a lot of that nurturing can be done through automation, through automated emails and messaging and video webinars and all sorts of things that you can put in place once, set, and then forget, and they that will take care of nurturing that prospect for you. So it's not even that onerous. I'm going to be talking more about automation as we go through the following weeks and months. So there we go. I'm going to wrap it up there. I hope you got some value from that video. Oh, this video, I should say, that video. Uh, I trust you. Um, uh, so I'm just looking at some of the comments here today. Uh, good, thank you, guys. I appreciate uh, you um, uh, your feedback. And uh, if, uh, if if I can help, then do reach out, drop me a message. Uh, you can contact me and get loads of other free resources at achievesuccess.co.uk. That's achievesuccess.co.uk. Actually, you can see it down here. I'll do the old uh, strictly ballroom kind of thing when they. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, thank you for your time today. As I said hope hope that you get value from this. That's my uh, number one goal and objective. But of course, as I always say to people, to know and not to do is not to know. So now you know this, you've got to apply it to make any difference in your business. Otherwise, you end up just going where you're going uh, instead of actually going somewhere different and achieving a different outcome. So anyway, let's not to go down that uh, route. So thanks again. I'm going. I appreciate your time. Thanks very much. And I'll see you and take care and stay safe and all that good stuff. Bye for now.